Surf Rumano Podcast for April 16th, 2023. This world's problems. Okay, let me tell you a couple of things right off of the bat. Number one, I'm not a mathematician. Number two, I don't like making conjectures too far afield from what I do professionally. That said, um, I wanted to talk to you about an idea that I have postulated before, which is my opinion that the only job of the government is to control the birth rate. And that so far as the states can handle it, they should handle all of the other chores, whether it's running the municipalities or working with the citizens on security or whatever else that happens to be. But the principal job of international governments and their federal level governments, in my opinion, so long as it can be done fairly, equitably, and openly using formula that anyone can authenticate with their own two eyes, their only job, as far as I'm concerned, is to control the birth rate. And then a few days ago, I was doing some research when I came across a mathematical term that I had not heard in quite a while, which was regression to the mean. And as you know, regression to the mean refers to the phenomena of establishing an average for some sample space and that sample space's activities. And that whenever you have a deviation or a high amplitude away from the mean or away from the average, then for some people, and in some instances, you might bet that there's going to be a regression to the mean or back to what the norms are. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. But if you're knowledgeable of the pattern, then you can make predictable bets or you can make predictions and then make bets on those predictions and the likelihood of those predictions coming true. And I was thinking about our current population of 7 billion people, a daily birth rate that is now 440,000 people per day, with a death rate of about 375,000 people per day worldwide. And the reasons for our population numbers continuing to increase and how that means that on an individual basis due to politics and uh, other obstacles that there will not be an equilateral distribution of wiggle room or the same latitude in terms of mobility or spending power or priority when it comes to natural resources and being comfortable as a human being. And I was also thinking about uh, the wiggle room that is created and has to be accommodated for by way of crime, not just how much latitude we need or want when we go on summer vacation. But if you have a sample space of a thousand people, can we say that of a thousand people, 
Uh, 90 of them are intentionally corrupt uh, behaviorally, and another 90 are going to fade in and out of a corrupt state of personage to engage in behaviors that are illegal for a sum total of 180 people. And can we establish that as a mean? And uh, that people will also fade in and out of this category for different reasons. Number one, they're young, or they've been corrupted by another influence. Sometimes it's just a one-time deal. Um, other times they're pressured. And nowadays you can even be indoctrinated into being corrupt to support some larger group or clan or family of people who make a living of doing this sort of thing. And if these suppositions were correct, then what it would tell me is that every time we hear good news, like interest rates are coming down or that uh, unemployment is down, employment is up, um, and things like that, or that the consumer happiness index is up, then it would seem to me to mean that that, that phenomena is only temporary. Whereas the bad news of, um, of uh, starvation or lack of medicines, lack of civil rights, lack of mobility, uh, lack of money and economics or purchasing power and medicines and things like that, those problems would be permanent and predictably so until we get the um, human population down. So, in other words, to maintain population numbers where they are now, if they just hold steady at about six or uh, six to seven billion people, at about seven billion people, then to, do, to maintain seven billion people is to maintain our world's problem. And that all good news is only temporary news. So that was an idea from my notebook. Um, I'm not an economist, so feel free to critique that idea and tell me what you think. I know that may be an oversimplification of things, but it's just a framework I decided to take a look at, or take a look at uh, some macro scale activities by way of and um, see if there's any insight there. I am hard at work at uh, Traffic Me Part 2, and it's going well, but I have afforded myself, or not afforded, my, should not have afforded myself, the ability to look uh, at whatever happens to interest me and to pursue that. So I finished writing it a while ago, and the majority of it, if not all of it, is just the making of graphics um, to, you know, to illustrate what I am talking about on screen. And that process is just about done. I've given myself a little more leeway to pursue uh, a number of different apps and seeing what their abilities and limitations and comparabilities are to one another. That said, um, it can take a little bit of time or it could take several hours to get familiar with an app and see if it's going to be viable. However, we are getting closer and we're almost done and I've stopped myself from saying when we're going to be done because as soon as I think 
and then the cusp of having it wrapped up, then something else comes up and it gets delayed. But we're almost there. So I wanted to thank you guys for stopping by and uh, checking out this podcast. As always, if you want to uh, give me a hand here at Subramano, you can do so by going to the homepage online, which is S-O-V-R-U-M-A-N-O.com. And there you will find instructions on how to make a donation via PayPal. Um, There's merchandise for sale. There's cool t-shirts there. I don't know if you wanted something designed by um, Christ, uh, then they're offered there. And um, if you need to contact me, my contact information is there. My phone number is there, 213-224-5710. If you never thought you would have Christ personal telephone number that rings in his pocket you now have it Um, so you can try to reach me there Um, there's a newsletter subscriber list there at the website and so forth so feel free to stop by and check it out and again the only owner of the agency of Sovrumano is Sovrumano himself irrespective of what you may hear from a lot of degenerates around Los Angeles. Uh, there is no other owner of the company. Christ founded the company. He maintains it. He pays for it each month. He holds the receipts for it. And it is not the possession of the U.S. Army. I cannot be employed by the U.S. Army. Um, I am in a category of person that is protected by the Geneva Conventions. I cannot be a target of warfare. Um, so if you guys are in dispute with each other over something, that's, I'm not someone that you can target for that. Uh, my property is also supposed to be protected and not supposed to be encumbered by the state nor by the police. There isn't any reason why it would be. And uh, if it was, there would certainly have to be a disclosure to me. No disclosures and theft of the data is simply um, theft of the data and domestic terrorism by the police. And I have urged Joe Biden to declare a national emergency several times. And the reasons for that, um, I've gone over online several times. Um, The FBI is publishing genocide paraphernalia at Americans. I proved that an increase in police will cause an increase in crime after studying their numbers. And uh, of course, you've got Christ himself being physically and sexually abused uh, while contained in homelessness in Los Angeles, California. Um, We've got hundreds of billions of people who've prayed for a miracle to happen that cannot happen that did end up happening anyway and you just told me that a bunch of blue collar workers in Los Angeles are getting their kicks by knowingly molesting Christ before the eyes of hundreds of billions of people like they don't give a rat's ass about it and I'm telling you that the United States is over and I've been telling you that the United States is over for about two years now. I put it on a graphic that promotes 
a podcast called Sabotage Capitalism, and I think that podcast is about two years old. That's when I called the USA a DBA, or Doing Business as USA. But the USA as we know it is already defunct, or as we knew of it, as defined by its constitution, it's already over. So it's a, um, it's a casino now, where the house is guaranteed to make money from the visitors to the casino. And you can stay here and feel fine, but something in the back of your mind is telling you that you've lost money somewhere, somehow, but you just don't know where, when, or how that it happened. And that's exactly how the United States works. All right, you guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me. As soon as I'm done with Traffic Me, I will be working in law, uh, probably on a full-time basis in pursuit of the people who have been uh, torturing me and blocking communications to me from around the world and uh, blocking business and all of these civil uh, liberties and then of course the issue of domestic terrorism by the police and by extension who the police hire to help them with the trafficking of people here in the United States including their very own citizens and the information that I've get, just given you when I itemize reasons that I urge Joe Biden to declare national emergency those things are my own work. That's not me copying somebody else's newspaper or someone else's podcast or someone else's writing. That's my own work at my own intelligence agency. And I have made the front page of the paper no less than six or seven times working by myself over the last four years. Compare that to another agency like Bellingcat who I respect, but they've also got, uh, I don't know, they've got a couple hundred people at least, I'm thinking, uh, that do their, um, their intelligence work. Um, but I'm a fan of Bellingcat. I like what they do. But I'm a one-man show, and I'm a one-man show with people pulling on me constantly, interrupting me constantly, messing with the electronics constantly, and so forth. Um, but somehow I'm still able to put a high-caliber um, product out there for people to make use of. And believe you me, that's why I do what I do. It's so that you make use of it. I'm not doing this for your entertainment. And I told people once before, if you're still watching Good Morning America after um, being with me for six months, following the Twitter feed and the writings and the blogs and so forth, then you can go ahead and stop because you're wasting your time. Um, it's easy to confuse what I do with, um, with what some motivational speakers do, but that isn't what I do. You may find it motivating, but I'm not a motivator per se, and I'm not knocking what those guys do. It's just two different things. The intelligence I provide to you after looking with the raw data is for you to act on. And that's because your life is at stake and my life is at stake. And beyond ourselves, there's lives at stake all over the world who will be affected by what we do 
and by what we fail to do. And so it's always important to keep that in mind, as well as that there are groups of people nowadays who are formally indoctrinating uh, this uh, this quasi-religious stuff, and they're codifying it, and they are um, indoctrinating it into their acolytes and into their children and into their militaries and then sending those people forward to seize upon the rest of us and to take advantage of us though we be unarmed civilians though we be uh, neighbors it doesn't matter if we're domestic or international they are brainwashed against us though we've done nothing so that's your enemy and that's an enemy you need to be aware of and to be uh, cognizant of. All right. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day.